Welcome to True Crime Oddities. Welcome. We're your host. I'm Jen. And I'm Jeannie. And thank you for uh, joining us a couple weeks later. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't catch the last one, we're going and we're releasing every other week. Yeah, for a, for a little while. On the Wednesdays. Yeah. Life so, has thrown a few curveballs, so we're we're trying to catch up with all of that. Yeah, so if you're here, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Totally appreciate it. And we're also doing a chat that's a little different as well. Yes, we are. We're going to Mexico. Can't wait. And we're going recent. And I'm ready to go. 1963. What? I know. We do not do this. No, this, this is, is like current events it's super current oh man uh, but it's out of the country and it's a story that we've had like on the back burner for a really long time uh from when we first started yeah we really weren't sure like with podcasting like which direction we wanted to go in you yeah know? like do you do serial killer there's so many options there's so much but you know but we, we like the old stuff we do but i thought it, you know it'd be fun to kind of like dip the toe in dip the toe in now and then <laughs> With like some of these like really, I don't know, we thought we thought that unusual. was interesting. They're yeah. unusual. Right. You know, so here we go. We're, we're going to Mexico. Awesome. In 1963. We're, we're going to talk about Magdalena Solis. Oh, okay. Apologies for saying anything from this point forward incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my Spanish is a little, eh, you know. Um, Magdalena is a prostitute. Okay. And her brother is her pimp. Wow. Keeping it close in the family. No kidding. Yeah. That's kind of... I'm a little shocked with that. Gross. There's our oddity. (laughs) The brother is the pimp. Uh, Like... uh, I mean, could you imagine the questions your brother would have for you if if he's your pimp? No, because I'm thinking of my brother. There's no way. Also, this is explicit, obviously. Like, yeah. He's like, so, like, did you have sex? Did you do this? Like, right. Give the details. Yeah. Did he pay for it all? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. I, I don't think anybody. The no. I don't think anybody wants to talk to their brother no. about that. Uh, we're going into a town called Monterey. Okay. Now, I know there's a town called Monterey in Mexico that's right. very popular. I do not know if this is the same place, so bear with me. Um, but there is a smaller town next to it called Yerba Buena. Huh. So. I, I did really, not look at the map. I did not look at the map either. I feel like I should just, like, look at a map. <laughs> but anyway. Anyways. We're going to Monterey, Mexico. Uh, that's where they lived. But she was doing her prostituting in a town called Yerba Buena. With well, at least she wasn't doing it in the same town, right? Right. Uh, her brothers are the Hernandez brothers, okay. which is also very common for everybody to have, like, a lot a, of names. A lot of different names. Uh-huh. And also, a lot of these reports were in English. Um, so, so there's it probably translation. Translate. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, let's get into the Hernandez brothers. Uh, okay. We're going to put Magdalene on hold for a second. Cool. Um, yeah. I'm sure her brothers did constantly. (laughs) So her two brothers were able to go to a town and convince the entire town that they were prophets from the Incas. Wow. Again, this is in 1963. Okay. I know, but that's still pretty impressive. I feel like this is really impressive that you can go sell snake oil to a town. Yeah. To the town. Um, they told the villagers that they would get hidden treasures Ooh. that they were hiding in the caves of the mountains if they worshipped the brothers. In 1963, this is what they're telling them. 
That is pretty good. So the villagers are like, yeah, this sounds really cool, right? So what ends up, this is so freaking crazy. What ends up happening is they take these villagers and they start using them as sex slaves. And they have these like humongous orgies. I mean, I'm just like coming out of the gate with this one hot. They have these huge orgies. Okay. And they're forcing the townspeople to become sex slaves, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the brothers force their sister to be a prostitute as yeah, well. That's what I'm thinking because I'm thinking what brother in the right mind wants to go sell their sister. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this goes on for a little bit and the, t- you know, this town is like, okay, we're, we're going along with this. We're having, I guess, a good time having all these orgies and well, sex and they parties. believe that they're gods. And, and so. they're gods. So we're going to get all these like hidden, hidden treasures, right? But there are some skeptics as usual. And they're really not believing there's any treasures coming from this. And right. this is where Magdalena enters in. So the brothers go to her town in Monterey. And what they thought would be really cool is that they would do like this worshiping scam, obviously. Uh-huh. So they take her back and Magdalena is reincarnated. Is that the right word? Yes. Reincarnated as an Inca goddess. Okay. So she got to drop the prostitution. Well. She's, she's literally loving this. Well, yeah. I mean, why not? She's taking her acting skills up a notch. <laughs> okay. I mean, because let's face it. I mean, I could pull off a goddess. If, you, if you're if you a prostitute, <laughs> even today, you know you have to suck it up and act at some point. Right? Nobody, I, how could you just be like, I just really love my job? <laughs> right. There's some acting, because even porn stars are acting. Correct. Right? Yep. So there is a lot of acting involved with that. So you know she's like taking this up. Oh, yeah. But she's an Inca, Inca goddess. Like, how cool is that? Right? But I'm thinking, so, I mean, how did they present her? Did they, you know? So they bring her to the cave. <laughs> and <laughs> to become in good faith with the Inca goddess, you had to, like, cut yourself and she would drink your blood. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's happening. No. Yes. Yeah. I think I threw up a little. (laughs) (laughs) And she's actually really loving this. I mean, she's, she's not even acting when she's enjoying drinking the blood. Like she's, that's disgusting. She's really feeling this moment. Um, and nobody, nobody had a say in this. So for ones that attempted to back out of this, they would bind them. That is And force them. To get cut and have blood sucked out of them. I wonder, I mean, is this in their lore somewhere, you know, to where like this is what, because I can't, um, you know, I can't imagine the goddess, that there's a goddess there in their, in their folklore that says like, I drink blood and it's a positive thing. Correct. You know, I would think that would be in the negative side over here. I mean, one would think so. Um... And I I think that, I think they, at this point, they just have the townspeople, like, so entirely scared that they're going to do whatever they say at this point. I mean, they're being threatened. They're forced to have sex. 
they've been bound, they've been held against their will. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely not a good situation whatsoever. Right. Um, and they haven't produced any jewelry or gold no, or anything. None of these little hidden treasures are coming to light other than they have this Inca goddess that's now like thoroughly enjoying her job. Um, some people were forced to have sex with her mm. because she's the goddess. Um, well, at least hopefully she got to pick and choose. You know what? I'm thinking as the goddess, you would pick and choose who you have <laughs> sex with. You're like, it's going to be you and it's going to be you. Exactly. Um, and first, I mean, at first it, it just seemed like, all of this was, you know, you're being threatened. You're going to get cut. She's going to be sucking the blood out of you. Um, all of this was very, quote unquote, non-life threatening. Mm-hmm. But then Mags, you know, she decided that wasn't enough. Oh, okay. So we're going to start doing human sacrifices to the gods. Well, but they did do that. <laughs> right. I went on that tour. But in 1963... <laughs> Again, I'm just with the year. Where with was I? the year. No, in 1963, you would kind of know that that stuff's not working, right? You know, because I went, I was down in Cancun. Okay. Okay, and then they we went to that one, I can't think of the name off the top of my head right now, to where, like, they played the games and the pyramid was there. But then we also went out to the sacrifice pool because I, I think you guys have been out there. Oh, yeah. Okay, and I remember walking out when the tour guy had us, and we were walking out to where they sacrificed the girls. He would talk, it was the creepiest thing because you're walking through the forest, and then all of a sudden it was like dead silence. No birds, no nothing. And I was like, where the Whoa. hell are we going? Yeah, really. And then I remember. What type him, of tour is this? Right. An orgy one? <laughs> Go ahead. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> um, no, but I remember getting to the pool. I mean, it was like this huge, you know, pool. Right. Super deep. And he talked about how, like, the God, they would, you know, have the sacrifice, the girl, mm -hmm. and they would weight her down in gold. Mm -hmm. And then they would push her on into the water and she would drown but that was the sacrifice right and then people were saying like how much gold is probably down there and it's like mm -mm, you don't go down there that's that's not good mm -mm. wow but could you imagine like how much how many treasures are down in there so you would have to think that they would know that this lore is out there you know of them being um sacrificed like that so maybe that's where they were pulling it from i mean out of all my stuff that I've been to in Mexico, that's yeah. the one that's, like, stuck with me. Because I always think of <laughs> the that craziness. now. Well, I mean, because you think about it, and, you know, here she is. The people, they're sacrificed in these mm -hmm. bodies of water. And I'm like, nope, I don't like water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, but, but again, what year was that going on? That was a long time ago. Right. It was not 1963, No, but I guess though, maybe, you know? but do you think they would know? And so at this point, though, you know, it's not like information traveled readily, you know, to right. say, like, you know, oh, we don't do this anymore. Yeah, I guess it just, it just gets me that there are places that wouldn't know that in 1963. But, you know, I don't know, maybe with, like, the whole, like, hippie stage. I mean, was that, like, nationwide, worldwide hippies? I don't know. You know, they always talk about the yeah, 60s being carefree. Know, so cults maybe were not, like, super scary. Maybe... They were more on the positive. More on a positive thing. Right. I mean, I don't know if cults were 
like hippie cults were a thing in Mexico too. I just assume. I that, would assume like, it they right. would be worldwide at that time. I mean, it kind of seems to go that way. I would think so. Mm. Um, you know, crazy. and then when it's like, okay, so you're sucking the blood. All right, we're having these sex orgies. Okay. I'm sure some but, people I mean, weren't but, loving right, it. But like you have to start thinking, so how long does this go on for? And when right. am I going to get a return on my investment? Exactly. But at the same token, you know, you always have the group that are enjoying it. Well, yeah. You always have the ones that are like, yes, we want to be included. Exactly. You know, I'm with the goddess. I'm her. Yes. I'm the chosen one. <laughs> so, but I think when she took it up a notch and she's like, okay, you know, now we need to start doing some human sacrifices, then it's like, okay, now you really need to become besties with her or you could be on the chopping block. Right. So, (laughs) you know, you're going to, you're going to take it up a notch because you don't want to be there. (laughs) No, exactly. You don't want to be the ones being sacrificed. No, not at all. Um, so we start doing this and there was a couple of people who, who definitely wanted to leave the cult at this point. Uh, so the two people that were putting up a fight were the two people that got sacrificed the first time. <laughs> they were like, you want out? We'll let you out. Yeah, we'll let you out. By death. Exactly. You're the first. So they got those two. Um, and basically what they would end up by doing is, well, they did it with the first two. It wasn't just them either, but they beat the crap out of them. Oh, um, so they didn't weight them down in gold and dump them in the... The no, sacrifice pool? No. Mm. They sacrifice them the same way, like, you read about animals, where they, like, cut them from, like, like head to toe and, like, drain all the blood out. Mm. And then they were cutting out their hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe to, like, make it easier for her, she did start to mix chicken broth with the blood. Mm, because that makes it so much better is this why we get the whole saying like why does it always taste like chicken (laughs) yeah and then she then the members of the town like Mm -hmm. you know the little cult group everybody was forced to drink the blood from the two sacrifices the two human sacrifices that were mixed with the chicken broth that was passed around everybody had to drink it um and and she had the group that was like, yeah, I mean, they drank the Kool-Aid, literally. They were right. like, yes, we're a part of this now. Um, and apparently, if you did this, mm-hmm. you're ready for your next treasure, you're going to stay young forever. Just like huh. the Inca goddess. It's a youth fountain. Who nice. knew? Who knew? Who knew? So she did this to at least four people. Okay. And that was... Until this man named Sebastian came around. Oh, Sebastian. You know what? I used to have an iguana named Sebastian. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's true. No, I just I, thought it was a great name. You know? You're weird. I know. So Sebastian, he's 14 years old. Okay. He's young. And like most teenagers in the 60s, he's like, there's a cave and there's people having sex orgies. I'm there. <laughs> Let's go. Like, <laughs> right? He sees lights. He see you know, there's noises happening. Yeah, could you imagine? You're 14. You're like, oh, mm, mm, <laughs> where's the rave? Exactly. You know, he's like ready to join on in. What? Like, can somebody uh, come on over here? You know, it's like Playboy in real life. <laughs> right? 
Got the little cave action going here. It's all good. Um, until he saw that it was human sacrificing. Oh, <laughs> then I tap out. I'm <laughs> he, out. And he did. He tapped out. I mean, he he started running back to town. <laughs> Like, the town that had the police in it. Like, mm-hmm. that's where he ran. Smart kid. Very smart. He was like, I need to tell a police officer about this. And I need to bring them back over here. Right. To see the whole, uh, 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 party going on. Right. There is an orgy going on with human sacrificing. It's not just a sex cave. It's more than that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, like, nobody's really going to believe a 14-year-old talking about a sex cave. No. Right off the bat. They're going to think he's a wackadoodle. Right. So it did take a little bit of convincing. Um, but finally, you know, you had the one officer that's like, look, kid, you're being a little ridiculous. I'll go out there with you. Right. Let's go find the rave that's happening with all the orgies. So you can just stop with it. Right. Because you know? we're tired of this. Yeah. So, you know, they end up going. And when they get there, um, the police officer investigates further. Now, Sebastian doesn't. Like, Sebastian, you know, he's not going any further. He's not touching this. But the police officer sees what's, like, going on. And it's like, holy shit. Like. This kid's not a liar. Right? They really are having, like, sex orgies and parties. Okay, that's fine. But they're having human sacrifices. Like, legitimate. Like, that's not cool. No. All right. So he goes off. Now, the police officer did inform, you know, his coworkers, the other police, like, hey, just going to check out the kid's story, see if he's bullshitting or not. Yeah, we're going to the cave, blah, 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 blah. Right. He does not come back. Oh, no. Yeah. He is disappeared all of a sudden. Just decided to take a trip out of town. Nobody knows where he's at. Obviously, the police station does, but, like, yeah, he doesn't come back at work. You know where, but I guess the, the the cult people are full of themselves. You know, they think like they don't think that this this police officer told people where he was going to go. Right, like he can just go up and get missing, and nobody will notice that. Right, no one's going to come looking for him, especially at a small town. I mean, even in 1963, right, small t- like police officer is a pretty legit job. Like you're right, you know, it's not you're not going to mess around with that. No. And so, I mean, for them to think that they could, you know, like, Dismiss, like, him. he just went right. to another town. Like, yeah, he had nothing he just, better to do. Right. Like, I don't know what happened to him. No. No clue. Um, yeah, so that really did not help them. I mean, to have a missing police officer was no. definitely not good. Um, because now, all of a sudden, everyone's looking for the police officer. So... Now the police are really looking at this seriously. Like, Sebastian, where again is this cave? Right. Where did you point the door, you know, for the officer to be going? So he, they get all the information, and now the rest of the police are trying to, you know, find the other guy. They're trying to find this cave. And they go to Mag's farm because, she, of course, she, like, lives on a farm. It's a cult. So, they, you know, they got a little bit of property they, going don't on Don't they them. always live on a right? farm? I think that's a requirement. If you're I, a cult, it must be. You have to you have to have property to have a cult. Yeah, you do. It'd be it's a little a hard to have a condo and have them all. Right. It's no. a total. It's a requirement. Uh-huh. Cult better buy the property first. <laughs> that's right. So they go to Mag's farm and they arrest her for what? Pot. No. You way. know marijuana. Mary Jane. The Mary Jane. <laughs> I was trying to think. What other words is it called? 
It's not edibles. That's today's word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they arrest her for pot, dude. Pot. You're kidding. No. But, of course, because they arrested her for pot, you know, they're going through and they're removing all these, uh, like, pot fields. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because, I mean, it's not like she had a baggie on her. Like, she's like. They're farming it. They're farming it. Right. They're farming all the marijuana there. They have pot farm like crazy. So the police are there and Uh they're, they're digging up the pot okay um or the marijuana plant whatever you want to call it mary jane the mary jane and what do they find uh they end up finding the body (laughs) yeah they found the fertilizer for sure (laughs) oh 100 percent. it was the police officer they found oh no and then remember how sebastian like ran away Uh uh-huh well they found out who uh called them out on this Mm. so guess who was by the the police officer Sebastian. Aww. He didn't get away quickly enough. Um, yeah, they 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 ended up getting Sebastian when they found out that Sebastian ratted them out. So they killed him. I'm going to assume it was a human sacrifice as well. Right. Um, but yeah, and they buried him next to the officer. They also ended up finding another six bodies inside the cave. Wow. Yeah. So they got like eight people out of this. Wait, they're so useful though. Right. Mags ends up getting like 50 years in prison for her role as the goddess. Uh, And you ready for the oddest thing? Huh. She could actually be alive today. Um, Great. Because some say that she was born in like 1930. Oh, she could totally still be around. Yeah. She could be like in her 90s. Yeah. Isn't that the strangest thing? But I bet thing? she's not because... Uh, right. How much blood did she drink? Yeah. Well, there's that, you know. Um, as for the brothers, uh, they they did not uh, make it out so well. Um, they ended up getting caught as well. Um, and it, the saddest thing, too, with these uh, sacrifices and stuff, they were using machetes to, like, cut the people open. Oh. And then, like, decapitate them and stuff like that. Like, it... Yeah, they didn't go into a lot of detail about how they did, like, all these killings. Um, but it was all, like, machetes, which I'm assuming they well, use machetes would, because of the farm, right? Right, they would. Yeah. And they'd use them out in the jungle to clear. Right. To clear. But they use machetes on the farms all the time. Yeah. They ended up, um, not only were the brothers found guilty of killing, mm-hmm. um, of killing Sebastian and killing the police officer, but they ended up getting... Um, the other people that were like cult followers, they had like 12 of them. Wow. They all got arrested and were found guilty for killing the other six people in the cave. So there was like eight, nine people, including Mags, that all got arrested for wow. all of these killings. That's insane. Yeah. And just, it's crazy that people just follow along and go along with it. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Nobody asks questions, you know? Yeah. I mean, they all just, you know, like, let's go. Mags was 18 when she when she was into this. So. Okay. Yeah. She young was like and dumb. Young and dumb and high on her horse. Like, I'm the pretty Inca goddess. Oh, plus she's stoned out of her <laughs> mind. follow me. Oh, yeah. Everyone's doing drugs. I got the cave fire going. Like, come have sex. Come get treasures. Mm. I mean, I'm sure at first a lot of people were like, yeah, we'll come and have sex with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> For free? Hell this is the yeah. free one because norm- normally i was paying it <laughs> yeah. with you but now you're offering it for free okay exactly okay we can do that we can do that yeah i thought it was just very interesting that 
it starts off with like the two brothers, you know, they grab their sister into this and then they convince these other, you know, followers. But, you know, that's how cults work, I suppose. Oh, yeah. You know, you, it's easy to convince people into it. I suppose. Yeah. I just feel like I would like to think I'm not that person that would be like, oh, yeah, no. that sounds like a great idea. No, I think uh, we asked too many questions. Yeah, I think so, too. We, they'd be annoyed pretty quick. Yeah. And be like, mm, you're not allowed in the club, sorry. You're not cool enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, man. Yeah, we're revoking the cool kids club card. Damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's our, like, weird cult story. Yeah. We don't normally do a cult story. I don't know if we probably will in the future. But it's a cult story that I actually hadn't heard anywhere else. No. And so... so that was that was kind of cool. I figured it was, you know, a was, little different yeah. from our normal. It's not all gooey and gory or anything like that. I know, but it was okay though. It's all right. Join us for the next one. We got a we got a good one coming out in February. I'm looking forward to doing. Yeah, I can't wait. Me neither. Well, thank you for eavesdropping, and we'll catch you in February. See ya. Bye. <laughs>